Original content. Content. Compelling discussions. Audio on demand. This is a Podcast 225 production. A new day is upon us. Where the decisions we made yesterday affect the landscape of tomorrow. Today, Today, we talk about it. Discussion, dialogue, and experience all collide on The Clay Young Show. Thanks, Neil. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Clay Young Show here on Podcast225.com, iTunes, that Apple Podcast app, the iHeartMedia app, and airing weekends on Talk 107.3. Well, this week has been interesting across the Gulf South, and as we sit and record this show, New Orleans got, at least a part of it, got waylaid by bad weather, tornadoes, and high winds, and all of that. So my thoughts and prayers are out with my neighbors down in New Orleans and those in other parts of the country. Texas got it the day before, and, you know, east of here, they got it. This is the time of the year where you get these crazy storms And it's not in hurricane season. So again, thoughts and prayers with all of you dealing with that and putting it back together. It's been a crazy, crazy 12 months as it relates to weather around here. I could tell you that. Anyway, on the positive side, let's talk about today's show. I got two young men on the show who work with the Louisiana Association of Student Assistant Programs. They were brought to me by virtue of a young lady who does work in the community, and she wanted to highlight what they were doing for the 50-year anniversary of this organization. They came to do the TV show, and as you know, when those segments are, for my TV show has four segments, three that are six minutes long and one that's four and a half minutes long, and we maneuver them around based upon who we're talking about or what we're talking about. And who we're talking to or what we're talking about. And they came to sit with me to do the last two segments of the show. And I was blown away by one, these two young black men educated, involved in this program and are focused on helping other kids get out of bad situations by way of what they do here. I was impressed with it. So, you know, I I offered them the opportunity to come and sit with me in the studio here and talk a little bit about what LASO, LASAP, as they call it, what LASAP is, what the TRIO's organization is, and then kind of how all this fits together and how it impacts them. And then also to talk about their philosophy, because I think it's important to listen to young people sometime, sometimes and just kind of get their perspective and not always just be the one talking. So, They are going to be in studio, and I'm looking forward to having you hear them and learning more about them and their perspective on life. And so I won't make you wait much longer for that because a great conversation is on the way. The only interactive podcast in the capital city that lets you help solve a crime. There was a shooting. Okay, is someone shot? Yes, someone is shot. The Crime Stoppers podcast with Clay Young. Just some suspicious people running through the parking lot before. Real stories. It was my first love. Real crimes. Real people. Real justice. The Crime Stoppers podcast with Clay Young. Exclusively at podcast225.com. 
Expecting mothers and fathers? Family Rose Healthy Start Community Action Network wants you to stay healthy as we deal with the reality of COVID-19. Here are five tips to help you and your unborn baby. Keep prenatal visits to ensure good health of you and your baby. If you need help, Family Road Healthy Start has case managers who provide one-on-one support and is enrolling expecting mothers and fathers now. Stay safe by washing your hands before or after any encounter. You, your family, and children should wear masks in public. Pregnant moms, stay home if possible. If not, limit all outings and keep any additional family members such as your children home. Stay informed by getting all current information on COVID-19 from trusted resources. And finally, stay prepared in the event you may develop symptoms or test positive for the coronavirus. For additional information, visit womans.org. To enroll in Family Road Healthy Start, call 201-8888 and give your baby and family a healthy start. We'll get through this together. This is real life. Unfiltered, uninterrupted, and on demand. You're listening to The Clay Young Show. Back with Dante Mills and Derek Lathan talking about a fantastic program, the Louisiana Association of Student Assistant Programs. It's celebrating its 50th year of existence. It's a statewide organization that is in support of students in schools across Louisiana, correct? Yes. All right, so we talked about this on the TV show that's going to run later this week, but I kind of wanted to have a chance to have longer form conversation with both of y'all about it. So for people who haven't heard of it, what is this program? So LASAP is Louisiana Association of Student Assistance Program, Mm -hmm. which fall under the umbrella of the Council for Opportunity Education, which falls under the TRIO program. So when you hear um, LASAP, you got to think of Student Support Service, Upward Bound, um, Educational Talent Search. Um, And when you hear TRIO, all that is in one bucket. Okay. And you were saying before we started that... When people think trio, they think three. But actually, since you started, this has expanded to nearly, uh, nearly ten pro- seven programs. You said right? Correct. Yeah. What are they? What are those programs? Mm-hmm. So we have the McNair Scholars Program, Ronald E. McNair Scholars Program. Uh, we have the Education Opportunity Center, uh, Talent Search. There's Upper Bound Veterans, Upper Bound Upper Bound Math Science. Uh, who am I missing? And just uh, grants. Um, under the trio so the seventh one is just opportunity for writing grants to do education and development um with professionals or with the students how did y'all get into this uh trio has been in my life since i was 19 years old 19 or 20 i'm 29 now Mm -hmm. uh so i started off as a tutor um i needed money i got tired of (laughs) working with food so i started tutoring with uh, student support services and upper bound okay Uh, i was able to build a a really good connection with the upper bound students and the upper bound director i was only one or two years older than the seniors so i was able to kind of play that big brother role and you know it went from me coming on saturdays to okay we want you to be here during the summertime yeah uh I was teaching classes, tutoring with Upper Bound, and then it just kind of kept going from there. So I just... And you started at what age now again? I was like 19 or 20. I was also a McNair Scholar. Yeah. Uh, So I got into the Ronnie McNair Scholars Program at LSU in 2012. Um, Me and my best friends were in it. We called ourselves the Wolfpack. (laughs) 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 We did research together. We lived in the same apartment complex over the summer. 
we all became PhD students together. Yeah. We, they have finished. I'm wrapping mine up uh, in the next year. Uh, so we still hold each other accountable. We still are together. We're two of them. We, we were going to Mexico for another friend's wedding. I was a part of another friend's wedding last year. So, you know, like, trio is a family. Like, right. Once you get connected, you stay connected. What about you? So, my traverse is kind of like Derek's almost. Uh, I needed, I needed money. <laughs> I was in Southeast, a freshman. My daddy was like, you got to make it do what it do. So, I went and I applied to be in a resident assistance for the program because some of the programs are... Um, they have a residential assistant program, a right. resident program, which is in the summer. Um, so they hired me and I was working for them. And then I worked um, as a resident assistant for like four years. Then I became a cultural instructor. Um, then I became a outreach specialist. And then I, now I'm assistant director. And then within the organization, I when I, how I walked up in Trio is how I walked through the organization. I started as a board rep, a regular member. I was the 45th president of LASAP, um, the treasurer for a moment. I was voluntold to be the treasurer for a moment. <laughs> I know what um, that feels like. So yeah, Trio has been, man, Trio has been my world since I was 19. So what does it do for somebody listening? And that we got into it a little bit on TV this week, but what does it do for uh, for a young person if they go through it, and if you're a parent of a teen listening, let's talk about the benefit they get from it. Oh, man, the the benefit for the family, uh, for the parent, and for the child is amazing. Starting with, A, the child, um, there are so many opportunities you have in Upper Bound. Okay. Uh, one, the biggest one is increasing your your education, increasing that education bandwidth, mm -hmm. um, getting all of the resources that most people would have to pay for out of their pocket right. um, to, to have. And, you know, just giving you that educational backing, yeah. giving you that personal counseling. Um, we know all of these things work together to enhance the student. Um, and then when you're, you know. When you're better in one area, your grades improve. Mm -hmm. When your grades improve, you feel more confident. Mm -hmm. um, so just working on the totality of the student in every mm -hmm. aspect, um, whether it's mental health, whether it's, you know, tutoring, ACT prep, uh, cultural experience. I mean, my first time, and now Derek, Derek mentioned this the other day on the interview, but my first time going to Disney was with the Upper Bound mm -hmm. program. So we create memories that the students that last for a lifetime, you know, when they go on these college tours, you know, most students never thinking about going to Tennessee State right. or Florida A&M or, you know, a student in Hammond going to Southern University of Baton Rouge. Mm -hmm. So we try to give them everything. We try to touch on everything possible because we want the success of the student and we want the student to feel like they are who they are. See, I like the fact that it's there's the academic side of this, but as Dante was saying, there's the exposure side of it mm -hmm. because you get kids out of their environment, you let them see something different, and it might be the spark that lights a fire for them to go do something great, right? Yeah, so it's creating those memories like Dante was saying, um, it's getting that exposure, and it's also creating a space where it's safe to say, I don't know, mm -hmm. like for you and for your family, right? Uh, a lot of times it can seem like really high stakes. I don't know what the next step is. I don't know how to do the FAFSA. Uh, I don't know what's the first step for doing a college application. They literally get to come to us and we help 
the student and their family. We talk about changing a, a family's life, a family's yeah. trajectory, right? And so we have that family kind of orientation uh, baked into what we do. When we talk about TRIO, we talk about TRIO being a family. Uh, so that's really, really um, important for us. Uh, and like Dante was saying, you know, usually students would have to pay for this. Literally, right. I was doing uh, outreach uh, before I came here, and a student seemed like he was on the fence. He was like, you know, I'm gonna talk to my mama about this. Okay, make sure you write down this is free on the paper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wrote it for him. This is free. Contact right. Eric. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to lead in. And you know, you're dealing with a population of kids, man, that don't always have resources or have a wherewithal to get access to those resources. In some cases, especially in poor communities, there are things available for families, but they don't know about them. Correct. And using traditional media outreach isn't as effective anymore. Like we do work with companies and we tell them you have to be everywhere. You have to be on TV, you have to be on radio, but you also have to be on social. You have to be on YouTube TV. You gotta be on Hulu and Roku and all those places people are. So how does this new social media era help you or hinder you with what y'all are doing? You you really have to create redundancies, kind of. Okay. So, like, when you feel like, I don't really need to do all of that, you do. <laughs> right. They'll fall through the cracks, right? So, uh, even with me doing the outreach, we had two forms. You got an interested scholar form and an informational form with a QR code that goes to the application. And I was sitting there thinking, like, if they have the application link, why do we give them the interested scholar form? But it's just because of that. Like, what if they don't follow through? Right? right. So then we get to then go and remind them, hey, you express interest to this or reach out to their parent. Your child expressed interest in this. Here's what we're all about. If you are interested, here's that application link. Uh, so you kind of got to create those redundancies. You have to be everywhere, like how you were saying. Be in front of their face at the school. Mm-hmm. Uh, be on social media. Make sure that they kind of get immersed into uh, what you're trying to create. Is there a is there a specific profile of the young person you're trying to reach? I mean, are you only looking for academic achievers in schools, or do you can you get kids that are on the bubble and hopefully help them get to the other side? So I always tell people to 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 validate, to see where your program is going. You can't always get the top scholar. You can't always get the person that is on trajectory already. Um, And you just come in and swoop them and save them a little bit. You got to get someone that's above, below, and in between. Mm -hmm. Um, The requirements for, you know, upper bound, that is, um, a student has to be Pell eligible, which people, most people say low income. But we try to take that stigma off of that. So they're pale eligible or first generation college student, meaning that neither the parent um, neither one of the guardians, the guardian or parent, have been to college. Have been to college. Mm-hmm. Um, they, we always tell them your mom could have a certificate. Mm-hmm. They could have an associates, but if no one has a conferred bachelor's degree, right. you're eligible to for the program. Okay. Um, and then we look at students' behavior because we know you know students have those issues. Mm-hmm. But just because we look at your behavior or your attendance or your truancy at from the office doesn't mean that we're not going to pick you. Right. We care. Okay. We care about everyone, even though our numbers don't allow us to get everyone at the school. But, you know, with all of that, the, the it's, a, it's a package deal, basically. Yeah. You evaluate the student as is. No one is too bad, too smart, too good to this. You know, it's all a package deal. So, But that's the thing, though. You have... Because I really want to lean in on the kids who have the behavioral issues and then those who don't perform because those are the ones 
who are often in most need of the resources. So let's say you have a kid who has had some behavioral issues, nothing really violent, but just a lack of attentiveness in class and just maybe a disruptor in the way that some kids can be. And he or she isn't exactly performing academically. Is there anything you could do for that kid? Mm-hmm. So that may come up during the interview process. So like they apply, we also do interviews for them uh, as well. And when we talk about upper bound, like yeah, there's an academic end goal. Yeah. Uh, but we have a holistic approach. So we're talking about building them up as scholars and as people, as future leaders, right? So uh, there is that socio emotional learning component to it. So we might have electives, we might have mentor Mondays, we might have some workshops that are catered towards that, right? And we have like those one on one conversations with them right so I always like to say uh, I don't give advice right because uh, I don't want anybody to feel obligated to follow whatever I'm saying right, right. so it's literally you tell me what the issue is I ask what do you want me to say or what do you want from me specifically right. if you want me to offer something I can give you information I don't give you advice though here's what I think is going on with your situation how do you think you should handle that. What's the most appropriate response, right? And so we can get that kind of individualized um, advisement. And like um, Derek said, that everybody come in, they go through the interview process. But also one thing that we started doing this year is that everybody come in, you had to go through the interview, but you also have to see our LPC on staff. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to uh, get those issues or anything that you're having but at the beginning, right? And not wait till we see it happen or it evolves, right? So having you know an LPC on staff is a good thing, you know, at our program at Baton Rouge Community College. So it's so interesting, man. And, it, and we talk so much about crime around here. And a couple of episodes with the TV show ago, I talked about how there are. root causes to this crime and like for instance what took place on blue bonnet a couple of weeks ago that started somewhere else right and ended up working its way to blue bonnet but what y'all are doing is a way to get more of the kids into more productive things so let's talk about funding you were funded through the federal government that runs through the state department of education right yes the u.s department of it yeah so you are governed by who so we're governed by I guess, where's your, let me put it like this. So if you're, for instance, our our, um, program is at Baton Rouge Community College. Well, even though we're at Baton Rouge Community College, we're under the guidelines of Baton Rouge Community College, but we also have to adhere to the guidelines of the the Department of Education. Um, And you know, all of that they tell us, we have this thing called EGAR that we live by. You have your laws in your guidelines of grants. So mm-hmm. You have all of these different little things that you have to be governed by um, to get to your end goal. Right. Uh, you know, and for you being in this, it seems like a passion for y'all doing this work. And, and what do y'all gain from it? It's really just passing it forward. Uh, Trio was a big part of my life. Uh, having mentorship, and like positive peer pressure uh, was so important for me. I really didn't think about college outside of basketball. Um, (laughs) I just literally had a set of friends at my school that they talked about the ACT and different mascots and all this kind of stuff all day. Literally, if I tried to change the subject, they would bring it right back (laughs) to a college application. So literally, if I wanted to talk to my friends, I had to know something about colleges. So I started looking up mascots, school colors, what are some Louisiana schools? Or I would try and like think outside the box and try and think of out of state schools. Yeah. Uh, but we always talked about college. So that was just always kind of there. 
And I'm a pretty smart person, but I don't think there was anything in particular that separated me from anybody else. I just always had someone that kind of guided me or kind of gave me advice. I had multiple mentors in high school and college, different types of mentors. I had Mm -hmm. research mentors, academic mentors. I had a a social (laughs) mentor that got on me whenever he felt like I wasn't like handling social social situations correctly. He still gets on me about that uh, to this day. Uh, But the best mentors don't ever leave. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I always had mentorship. Shout out to Jerry. Um, And so, who am I to not you know pay that forward? Well, I think it's interesting. So you talked about being the person in your friend group who was the least interested in college. And here you are now working on wrapping up a Ph.D. from LSU. Uh, well, your undergrads from LSU and your, your graduate. So you, you and I mean, that's amazing. So you Southeastern grad here. And, and when we did the TV show, you wanted everybody in the studio to know how proud you were about your school. Line up, as y'all say down there. Right. And so. Let's talk about the same thing for you. I mean, you're getting something from this as well, apparently. Uh, man, just seeing myself um, in the students and, and wanting them to do better. Um, a little boy out of Scotlandville, Louisiana, mm. that was raised in Sherwood Forest, uh, not the best community, not having all the resources and just know, and knowing that I wanted to do better. And I lived, I, a quote that I always took from Stevie Wonder was, we all have the ability, it's just how we use it. Mm-hmm. So I will always ask myself, how am I using my ability? How am I um, going to do something to impact my community or my siblings? Because I'm the sixth child out of nine. So, yeah. uh, it's like, what am I going to do to help? And I have this servant leadership in me that just, you know, you try to fight and suppress it, but it won't. So it propelled me on my my course in life by, you know, going to Southeastern. Um, working on my you know, doctorate at ULL right now. Uh, Fantastic. <laughs> being, you know, uh, president of the state organization, um, it even led me to open up my own um, business called Lead Following Get Out of the Way mm-hmm. because I want, you know, male, other males and, and anybody in general to know that you have the ability, you got to know when to lead, follow, and get out of the way. And not knowing, not saying that when you get out of the way, that means you got to go. That means your season is Getting up, out of the way doesn't time. mean going away. That means you, yeah. now it's time for you to be a mentor right. to the new crop that is coming in. Well, that's a big thing uh, with with generations is is the lack of mentors and or people who are not equipped to be a mentor because of their own insecurities or whatever. And they see the, the new blood coming in as competition, which it really isn't that way. You know, I said this on TV the other day that I wanted to highlight y'all again because y- you both are emblematic of what's out there with African-American males. Mm-hmm. Because whenever you hear black males on in media whatever the form it's almost always tied to something negative unless it's sports right (laughs) unless it's sports or maybe entertainment and movies but in academia in business and and just in in community culture there's not enough highlighting of the positive so i'd like you to talk about your circles because one thing that i can say for my own life is guarding my circle has had a lot to do with whatever progress i've made in my life what what are you what's your philosophy about the circle that you keep around you so my philosophy about my circle is I treat my circle like I treat my home, like I treat my soul. Okay. You don't let everybody in. Nope. And the people that are there, they're there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, constructively, 
everything um, they are there to help you and to build you. Um, your circle can't be all amens, all oh, yeah. No, got it. <laughs> no, no, oh, no. Yeah. That's not even healthy. Exactly. Yeah. Your circle have to have to be. Some people that's going to hold you accountable in every area. Mm -hmm. That's going to be there for you and the, do the dick of the den. I'm, mm, should I say this on the podcast? Because my friends... Uh, say whatever you want. When, you I couldn't, when I couldn't pull it off in account, they were sliding. <laughs> uh, so, you know, in every aspect, they were they were there. It doesn't matter. I don't even know what the hell he said, but that's all I, right. I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm going to just... <laughs> On the we'll play with the volume in the post edit. <laughs> so in every area they was there, you know, do the saddest parts of my life. Yeah. You know, they were there, do the happiest parts of my life. Yep. And it's not filled with jealousy or envy. Right. And you gotta be able to discern that. That's important. Uh, you know, from from others so you can know because these are the friends that you're gonna take with you throughout your life. These mm -hmm. people are gonna have your back. But you have to discern if they're if your spirit is yoked with them, mm -hmm. um, if you're compatible with them, or are they going to tell you the hard, honest facts and the yep. hard, honest truth? And then you know, correction is largely based upon people caring about you. Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be. That's why they call it constructive criticism because it's meant to build, right. not tear down. What about you? Same thing with your circle. I think my friends tell me too much truth. <laughs> if, I, <laughs> if I had to be honest about it, uh, they definitely hold me accountable. Um, I am very fortunate to have some really, really good friends uh, and, and friends that I've had for years. Uh, literally, we travel together. Uh, anything monumental happens in my life, they literally celebrate me. They're always there for mm -hmm. me. Uh, literally, when the, when the flood hit in 2016, uh, one of my friends, he's in the Air Force. He was on leave. He was in uh, Baton Rouge. So he came to my mom's house to help me, you know, like move stuff. He's on vacation, but uh, he made sure uh, he came to help me out. Um, they put me on to opportunities, all kind of stuff. You know, I'm saying all the things they do for me. I do the same things for them as well. Uh, but I treat them near and dear. Uh, I've always been like the big brother because I'm the mm -hmm. oldest of my mom's children. Uh, I'm not necessarily the big brother with them, but I treat them like siblings, right? So family, that family orient orientation is important for me as well, like I was talking about with Trio. Uh, so they are all siblings for me. And so we protect each other like that. We look out for each other like that. It's interesting. Uh, and I, I told you on television, I'll tell you here, when you guys are doing something, you're always welcome to come back. And, you know, Myra's going to bother the hell out of me anyway just to <laughs> be able to do it. But I, it was important to me to highlight this, and I've been intentional about it for a couple of years because it really does bother me the tone that's out there about your age group and it's like yes there are some young black men who are hell-bent on going to jail or the grave Definitely. period Definitely. Yeah. But man, what about the other ones who are trying to put a life together and and through going to school or through just getting a job somewhere and being able to be employable, right? And I, and I, I just want to highlight that. Plus, the program is amazing. So let's let's deal with that part of this now. If people want to learn more about the program, where do they go? Uh, La Sap Trio. Uh, on all social media, so L -A and that's L A S A P. Yeah, yeah, Trio. And you can you can put that in your search engine and find it. And uh, if people want to learn more about you guys, where are y'all on social? Because people may want to may want to follow y'all. 
or is that a bad idea? So I don't really uh, do social media, but <laughs> that, <laughs> my yeah. name is Dante's <laughs> left the room already. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't really uh, do social media, but um, good for you. <laughs> you can Google LSU Upper Bound, LSU uh, Ronda McNair. Um, that'll get you connected to the programs. Uh, I'm in Prescott Hall, so I'm always on LSU's there. campus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and so. For parents who may need assistance, who are not necessarily computer literate or want to be on a website, can they call a number? Is there a number they can call to to get information? Should they Google it and there's a number associated with it? Yeah, we just switched offices, so we still getting our phones together. Uh, But yeah, LSU Upper Bound, uh, all our contact information uh, is on that website. I guess I could give my email. No, we, was your, your your company email? It would be at least Okay, yeah, lock and load. All right. I had some time, one, one time somebody gave out their cell number for him on here. It didn't work out too well. So, nah, nah, yeah, nah. go ahead. Uh, yeah, my LSU email would be D-L-A-T-H-A, the number one, at LSU.edu. So with us, you can, um, like I say, I'm at um, Baton Rouge Community College mm-hmm. Upper Rebound Program, our main office line, even if... Um, if you're looking, if you're an adult over the age of 18, we just got that new Grant Education Opportunity Center that's helping anybody over the age of 18 okay. reacclimate themselves with college, helping them get in, showing them the ways. Because, you know, like BRCC just got just getting the Mike Foster Project yeah. uh, promise coming. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of those little things that you need to know, you can call 225-216-8136 is the main line. Um, if you got a direct question about the Upper Bound program itself at BRCC, um, it's 225-216-8357. Or you can always email me at Mills, that's M-I-L-L-S-D at edu. Thank you all. I appreciate it, fellas. Thank you. Thank you. Helping build a better tomorrow for Baton Rouge. Come join a team dedicated to making the capital city a better place to live. Join the Baton Rouge Police Department for the 2022 89th Basic Training Academy. We are hiring officers, criminal information specialists, fingerprint techs, and communications officers. A full benefits package is included, as well as a retirement plan and additional benefits for 80-plus hours of college and college degrees. Be the change you want to see. Learn more at GoBRPD.com. Are you sick and tired of pests in your yards and outside of your home? You want to do something about it, but you don't want to blow a bunch of cash on it? Well, how about you do it yourself? Here's John Conroy with Pest Stop, your do-it-yourself pest control solution. John Carpenter bees can be dangerous in many ways, but people can do something about it, right? They can, and, and they actually do a lot of damage. You mm-hmm. know, carpenter bees actually return to where they were born the yeah. following year. So it's something that you definitely want to get on top of. Right. And when you're applying a product, usually it's a, a pyrethroid that we suggest. Mm-hmm. You want to be spraying inside the canal that the female is drilling. Right. You preferably want to do this at night. Ah. Uh-huh, because they will chase you. The male bee can't sting you, but the female will. And wow. you've got to piss her off, but once you do, you best be running because she's coming. That sounds absolutely terrifying. <laughs> but if you're in the Capital City area, where can I get this stuff? Well, come by and see us. Our Baton Rouge store is located at 806 O'Neill Lane. That's about a mile north of I-12. Or if you have questions, give us a call at 273-4788. Insight, analysis, and motivation from the who's who in the capital region. This is Podcast225.com and The Clay Young Show. Oh, man. (laughs) 
I told you you would enjoy the conversation with those young men. Hey, by the way, I want to give a big shout out to Captain Frederick Thomas, the national president for Noble and Lieutenant James Jefferson because of the job they did. Now, Lieutenant Jefferson is the local chapter president for Noble and Captain Thomas is the national president of this organization. And they had their CEO symposium last week here in Baton Rouge. And there were law enforcement executives from around the country right here in Louisiana's capital city, in addition to elected officials from cities around the country, among some of the names in Baton Rouge for this three-day symposium was the mayor of Houston, the mayor of New York, the police chief from Oakland, the U.S. Attorney General, and the director of the FBI, all in Baton Rouge for what was a fantastic series of discussions and educational dialogues. It was really good. I, was, I got a chance to uh, moderate one of the panels, and I really enjoyed that. So big shout out to JJ and Link for the job they did and putting this thing together. Like It, it was really, really special. And so I'm looking forward to the national uh, event, the National Noble, Noble Conference that will take place later this year during the summer. Now, back to these young men. I told you, look at that. That's an example of what we need to highlight more of. Got to get the word out more about young men like that. And when we do, maybe other young men will see it and hopefully aspire to it. But even if they don't, you've got young men like this who are going and trying to make contact with some of the young folks who are getting into trouble and make them at least consider a destiny that doesn't involve the grave or the prison. And that's why I wanted to highlight them. So thank you for being with us on this edition of the show. You can hit me up on Instagram, Clay underscore Young BR, at Clay Young BR on Twitter, and just Clay Young on Facebook. Until the next time, you guys have a great one and stay safe out there. This has been a production of Podcast225.com. Hear the show, get in touch, and make a connection at Podcast225.com. If you'd like more info on promoting your business or organization to thousands of Podcast225 listeners, call 225-214-1550. Thanks for listening, and join us next week for more of The Clay Young Show.